Welcome to the Kick-Ass Everyday Podcast with your host, me, Tanya Tringali. Let's get ready to be bold, be amazing, and live every day to its fullest with the kick-ass powers of personal development. Oh yes, and full disclosure, there will be a healthy dose of Jersey sarcasm. Hello, hello, my friends and fellow seekers, and welcome to episode 11 of Kick-Ass Every Day. As always, I want to start off by thanking my returning listeners for coming back, and if you're new here, thank you so much for giving me a try. Together, we will use our energy to put out positive vibes and make a difference in our world. So the goal of this episode is to highlight why our relationships are the most important things we have here on earth, and to share some ways to improve them. As we enter what feels like week 53 of being confined to our homes, yes, I am struggling with this bullshit process in case you can't tell from the sarcasm in my voice, it seems like the perfect time to talk about the relationships we have with others. Not only those that we are now in the position of spending an unending amount of time with, but also those that we cannot see in person right now. So why do I say that relationships are the most important things we have here on earth? because they are the only things that we can take with us when we leave here. You can't take your bank account, fancy car, beautiful house, or that closet full of shoes you have so lovingly collected over the years. Sorry, ladies. You can only take the memories that you have created with the people that matter in your life. That is why it's so important to cultivate and nurture those relationships so that they grow into an amazing garden, if you will, one that will continue to provide you with all the love and inspiration that you need even after we leave here. Understanding now why our relationships with others are so important, it shouldn't be rocket science to figure out that they need to be a top priority in our daily lives. That is where the challenge comes in. It is so easy to get wrapped up in the busyness of our own personal stuff that we neglect and take for granted the people in life. It doesn't mean that we are bad people. We just need to reprioritize from time to time. Now, while we have all kinds of relationships with people, both personal and professional, today we're going to focus on the personal ones. After all, these are the relationships that are fairly consistent throughout our lives, our family, and our friends. So what are some ways to improve our relationships with these people? Well, first and foremost, you had better make sure that you have a relationship with yourself in order. For more about this, listen to episode four of my podcast, because if you don't have this relationship strong and on solid ground, you will forever be struggling with your other ones. Because as we know, RuPaul says, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Once you've taken care of you, the most important thing you can do in your relationships with others is to listen. There is a reason we have two ears and one mouth. That is because we should be listening twice as much as we talk. Now, for a lot of people, this is a challenge, right? It is natural to want to share with others and offer advice and opinions and blah, 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 blah. Well, guess what? In every relationship, other than the one you have with yourself, there are two people, not just one. And if you have that constant need to word vomit all over people and not really allow the other person to share with you, then you need to go back to step one and work some more on the relationship with yourself. Now, when I say listen, I mean really pay attention. Be genuinely interested in what the other person is saying, not just thinking about what your next response is going to be. 
People want to know that they are heard, that they matter to the other person in the relationship. This goes for all of your personal relationships. And when you do respond, take the time to think about what you want to say. By using that mental pause button, you will say what your heart really means and not just the first thing that pops into your head. By taking the time and patience to really listen to the other person, you will really get to know them on a deeper, more meaningful level. You'll be able to open up and share with each other and learn more about yourself in the process. And we could all use more of that. Another important thing that we need to do to improve our relationships is to give them our time. This is where we all get tripped up, me included. Time is the one thing that most of us feel like there is never enough of. And if you are at all like me, then you value your time. You know how precious it is, and it is something that you can't get back once you've used it or wasted it. Our relationships need our time. And if you ever find yourself trying to choose between work and your relationships or working out and your relationships or really anything else and your relationships, just remember, the only thing we can take with us is our relationships. Just reminding yourself of that makes the choices much easier. There's no limit or a certain amount you have to spend. It just has to be quality time, meaningful and fulfilling to each person. This can be a simple phone call or text message, just letting the other person know that you're thinking of them, just checking in to see how they are doing. Right now, that is all we have. For me, this has been challenging. I am not a phone person, never have been, not even as a teenager. I prefer face-to-face conversations with people. I like to see how the other person is reacting and to really read their body language. But we all have to adapt, and I really had to make sure that I'm connecting with my people who don't live with me. A week or two can go by really quickly. So for me, I've had to keep track and to make the time. When we are no longer in this annoying state we are in, then having those in-person moments will be just as important. Just having coffee with a friend makes a difference for both of you. It is taking the time to make these connections stronger and creating memories that you can each take with you. Remember that we are here to collaborate with each other to help each other with our individual spiritual journeys and the human experience as a whole. To do that, we all have to invest the time needed to make this experience the best that it can be for everyone. Look, I know how challenging it can be to have family moments, like holidays, that aren't marked by some argument that broke out over something stupid. When everyone in your family is passionate and outspoken, namely because you raised them to be this way, to think for themselves, It can be especially difficult to have moments that everyone is getting along perfectly. When those moments do happen, it is pure magic, powerful, and unforgettable. They make all the little inconsequential disagreements pale in comparison. These are the moments that come from investing the time needed to nurture the relationships in your life and the memories that will stay with you forever. So let's talk about another super important component, if you will, in our relationships. It is to not take things personal. Let me repeat that. Do not take things personal. This is probably the hardest concept for most people to grasp when dealing with other people. But around 98% of the time, when someone freaks out on you or says something hurtful or unkind or is just a jerk, it has nothing to do with you and is always coming from someplace deep inside that other person. We'll go more into this in an upcoming episode, but I just want to touch on how this affects our relationships. Now, I know how difficult it is to remember this when your child has just said they hate you or when your spouse has made a less than kind comment to you about how messy your kitchen is or your sibling says something to you during an argument that is incredibly hurtful. These are the moments 
when those who know you best have the ability to hurt you the most. It is precisely during these moments that you have to take a deep breath, recognize that the other person is clearly going through something, and you are just the recipient of whatever difficulty that is, and calmly say, I still love you. Now, does this absolve you of the 2% of the time when it is your fault and it is personal? No, it doesn't. But if you have done any work at all on yourself, then you know that when that 2% is happening. You will know because you will be out of agreement with your spirit and feel less than your best. It will then be up to you to make things right. Part of not taking things personal is being accepting of others and the faults that we all have. None of us are perfect, but some of us are better at controlling our emotions and not just blindly lashing out at others because we are hurting on the inside. This type of self-control comes from practicing personal development and really knowing yourself inside and out. Being able to accept others and ourselves with all the traits, both good and not so good, that make us who we are is probably the best gift that you can give to anyone in your relationships. Now, there will be times when you may have to end a relationship or put a relationship on hold or find that someone has ended a relationship with you or even that that person is no longer here with us. It is okay. It is during these times, no matter how difficult it may be, that you have to remember that sometimes people come into our lives for just a short while. As time goes by, they may return to your life or not. Every relationship adds something to your life, to who you are as a person, Even when that relationship has been negative, even toxic, it has served some purpose for you to grow in your spiritual journey, even if we can't see it from our limited perspective here on earth. As I said before, we're all here to collaborate with each other. Just to illustrate for you an example of someone experiencing the loss of a relationship, I recently learned of a fellow entrepreneur having to move past the loss of her 11-week-old baby girl, River. She passed away due to complications from heart surgery that she had to have. Now, while this is an extreme example, she said something that we can all grow from. River is and will always be my first child. She will always be present in whatever I do in life and in business. And talking about her reminds me that she is very real and wasn't just my favorite dream. So when you find yourself in the situation of having to physically let go of a relationship, give it a silent blessing for that person. Recognize that they have added to your life and know that you are now on a different spiritual level because of that relationship. That the positive aspects of that relationship are still a part of you. Who knows? May you be able to help someone else who finds themselves in a similar place one day. Okay, let's end this episode on a positive, uplifting note. I want to talk about a few things that we can all do in our relationships that don't take a lot of effort, but can make a big difference. First, Try to find out something new about the person that you didn't know before. Even after being married to my husband for 32 years, there are still things we don't know about each other. It makes me feel incredibly connected to him when I discover something new about him that I didn't know. Just recently, I learned that he and his father had a profound influence on a young man that used to work for them at their iron workshop in New York City way back when. This gentleman, now in his 40s, recently reached out to my husband and thanked him for encouraging him to become a union welder all those years ago. He told him that it has made all the difference in his life. I thought that was so cool. It just goes to show you that you never know how you are affecting another person's life. So always aim to be a positive influence. It can be so impactful. 
It also showed me a different side of Rick. Even though I have seen him be like this with our own kids, it was nice to see that he was like that with someone else long before he ever had kids. Another fun thing to do is to try new things together. We all get stuck in a rut with our relationships. It just happens. So take a moment with the people in your life and make a list of some fun things that you could like to try together. It could be as simple as trying to cook a meal together for the first time. You know, everyone makes one part of the meal. Or maybe playing a game you've never played or watching a movie you've never seen or planning a trip somewhere that you would like to go. You get the picture. Be creative. It doesn't have to be complicated or expensive. It just has to be an experience that you can have together. And what did we learn from last week's episode? It's the anticipation of that moment that makes the difference, that makes the experience memorable. Finally, for God's sake, keep your sense of humor. If you remember nothing else from this episode, remember this. A good sense of humor is a must in all relationships, especially in times like these when we are all stuck in the same boat that feels like the Titanic at times. Just try to be like the orchestra that was playing on the deck of the Titanic in the movie as it was going down. They were there to entertain, distract, and make it seem like it was just another day at the office. I have to laugh every time I think about them. Hell, if they can be that calm and entertaining during that crisis, then I can be certainly be that way during this one. Make about to always keep your sense of humor alive in your relationships. It makes all the difference. Okay, my friends, that is a wrap. I want you to take the energy from this episode and use it throughout your week to make your relationships a priority and the absolute best they can be. And hey, don't forget to invite your friends to listen and subscribe so we can continue on this amazing journey together and kick ass every day. Till next time. (laughs) 